Cora B. Gallery has been making a name for herself in the South for her colorful and iconic portraits. Her pieces are all designed to not only show off the subject of the painting, but to also bring a beautiful and exciting piece of artwork into your home. Her new portrait series, Icons and Idols, showcases some of the most memorable faces in music. Each original portrait is hand-painted and designed to showcase their most iconic music and images. These paintings have the most famous faces in music, depicting everyone from Louis Armstrong and the Beatles to Billie Eilish and Beyonce. All of her portraits are also available in 8x8-inch art prints that make the perfect gift for the music lover in your life this Christmas. Use our code CYA15 at CoraBGallery.com for 15% off your first order. Again, that is code CYA15 at CoraBGallery.com for 15% off your first order. Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Cidic podcast. And this is Rue. Yep. Hello, Rue. <laughs> Rue is uh, our third co-host today because mm-hmm. she got she got bored. Yeah. So she towards is... the end of our interview, Rue decided that she <laughs> she, she could she... <laughs> she could no longer have just Katie and I do the interview. She had to be involved. So yeah. So she made sounds similar to her her. If you hear those, <laughs> that's who it is. That it's is not true. either one of us. And she might make some right now too. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're getting special kisses. Yep. From Rue. <laughs> Love that anyway. From Rue. Um, guys, guys, Alexis is done with school and it's my finals week. So we are like, it is the, it is the, ho- it's the holiday the season. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're chaos energy today in case you guys can't tell. Um, we had Mackenzie who is the founder of Bad Bitch Book Club on today. Um, we talked about just her entire history of in influencing and social media, which is vast and then we just kind of talked about books. Like, I don't read, but now, like, I'm gonna. <laughs> um, so she was super influential. And as influencers do, influence <laughs> me to read. Yes. But she gave Katie some really good recommendations. And she has promised that she will follow up with Mackenzie on what she thinks of the books that she recommended. I am trying to get to the reviews because we've decided that we want to share some reviews. But I don't know what is wrong with my podcast app but it just won't I can let pull me up Apple see podcasts. yeah everybody hold on one second but while katie is voices. while katie is doing that i will explain our new thing um so we want to start shouting you guys out a little bit more and your with your reviews um i think we kind of forget we've said this literally a thousand times that with the podcast, since it's such a different form of yeah, yeah, we social like, media, <laughs> literally, you'll hear this like times. once a month. You're like, yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, we are here, and we're like, we forget <laughs> that you're here. <laughs> we forget about all of you. <laughs> Sorry, um, but we we do. Um, so like going back and reading the reviews every once in a while is just like such a nice feeling. So we want to every week be shouting out a review. And we also want to shout you out. So when you Mm -hmm. write a review, make sure to add your Instagram handle. um, And that way we can give you a shout out for Instagram or TikTok, whatever you want. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, I'm trying to find one. Okay, so this obviously does not have an Instagram um, with it because we we just told you guys that. Mm -hmm. But um, this says, it's from Jen Slugs 2222. Shout out. (laughs) She says, I started my small business roughly three months ago, and ever since, Katie and Alexis started their podcast. Oh, okay. Let me just... (laughs) My syntax is off. I started my small business roughly three months ago, and ever since Katie and Alexis started their podcast, I've had such a refreshed view on my business. I love hearing their highs and lows and laughing with them while also learning. I hope you're laughing right now. I I hope you're laughing because I keep messing up everything i'm i'm having crazy energy today y'all um these ladies are so genuine and i look forward to hearing their podcast every week if you're not already listening start now you heard her do you it. heard jen slugs two 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 pop off queen and well, if you're you so if much. you are jen slugs two 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 comment on youtube your instagram username and we will shout you out on the instagram yes yes you heard it jen 
I and if we remember, we might even shout you out next time we record. That is a yeah, which might. we can't promise, but we might. <laughs> but we love you, Jen. Yes. Two, two, okay, two, two. I also realized that we haven't done like a high and a low. I don't think we should do a whole high and a low, but <laughs> do you have anything to update? Um, I have secrets that I can't tell you guys. I was wondering if you were going <laughs> to say anything. I have secrets that I can't tell you guys that are making me happy. Um, oh, I did move home to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. You did? Um, not really going to tell you guys why, but if you notice that I'm in a different background, it's because I moved home. Um, and yeah, and I guess um, my low is that it's finals week, but mm-hmm. it's okay. I'll survive. Yes. Um, I don't really, there's really not much happening with my life right now. I'm just kind of working and going to school and walking my dog. And that's what I do every day. And then sometimes when things are exciting, I get a drink with somebody or um, go to my parents' house. So that's just my life, you know? You know, hey, that sounds like a good life. Um, that TikTok sound is stuck in my head. It's like, this is the life. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is such a chaotic energy. Um, I you should will... stay and listen because the episode's good. <laughs> I tr- trust me, guys. Our this intro is not a good precursor to the, <laughs> to the interview that will follow. But I just have to say, I am like Katie said. I am on break. Uh, for yes. What like a month or five weeks? More. She's hustling. She's grinding. <laughs> Y'all, I'm losing it. Should we redo this? No. It's oh great. God. <laughs> this is old check your aesthetic energy, Alexis. Yeah, that's very true. This I is feel old like, check your aesthetic energy. I feel like we've been very, like... We've been very tame recently. We owe them to mix it up a little bit. I agree. Okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say I have breaks, so I'm going to try and maybe, maybe do some products. But that's a real big if. The other day, Cora <laughs> so, was like, is Alexis going to do her products that she said she was going to do? I was like, girl, I don't, I don't I'm know. not the person to ask. I don't, I don't think she is either. I don't think I'm anybody also, knows. I was going to say, I'm not, also not the person to that's ask. That's up to God. Yeah. That's up to Father God, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Anyways. So. After this absolute chaotic, absolutely chaotic intro, which I know the OGs especially appreciated. Yeah, I think trying to make us delete it. (laughs) Maybe we've been we've been tripping on (laughs) on some formal (laughs) podcast episodes. We haven't been silly recently, but you just got your dose of silly, and now you're about to get a great interview. So stay tuned, and we will talk to you guys in a matter of seconds. Love you guys so much. Hi, Mackenzie. Thank you so much for coming on as a guest today. Hi, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. I was just saying before we started recording that I actually bought a vintage Lily Pulitzer dress <laughs> from Mackenzie. So I'm like a person that I bought like an eBay thing or something. <laughs> some kind of like a weird like coincidence. Random, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm a Jill of many trades. Yes, exactly. Yes, we have, we're, that's what we're talking about today. But um, yeah, super excited to have you on. Alexis keeps having like we keep having guests on that Alexis really likes. Like, not that I do, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love all of our guests, but like that Alexis knows. Um, yep. But I actually found out about you through um, MKW Creative, who did your book club branding. Ah, She's amazing. Michelle. Um, yeah, She's she fat. is awesome. Anyway, that's, <laughs> in case anybody was wondering how we knew Mackenzie. <laughs> how we both know Mackenzie. <laughs> that yes, is exactly. That. But um, now that we've, really told everybody all of that information. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell everybody all of the myriad of things you do, all that good stuff? Yeah. So hi, everybody. My name is Mackenzie Newcomb. I do a little bit of everything, but I guess the thing I'm probably most known for is I'm the founder of Bad Bitch Book Club. We are a giant virtual book club. We have over, I think we're about to hit 13,000 members probably this week. Wow. We connect um, readers to their favorite authors and to other readers so that they can have community and friendship in their life and people to talk about books with. I also do content creation on social media, primarily on TikTok, um, where I talk about my favorite books, uh, what I am wearing, and a a mirage of, like, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I even... (laughs) have just like a teeny little side hustle uh, where I 
sell vintage clothing. <laughs> I do a little bit a little bit of everything. That's definitely not part of my normal intro. That's just kind of something that I do At for extra, fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just totally extra. But for the most part, I, I am a content creator um, and a community builder and all sorts of things. I love that. Um, so did you get into influencing before you started the book club or was the book club kind of the, the intro into influencing or the opposite? Oh, yeah. I started in 2011. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, so, you, were, yeah. you hit it right when it was getting big. Yes, but in, in kind of a different way and not maybe in the way that I would have liked if I mm-hmm. went back in time. So I started, I'm uh, 28 and I started blogging in 2011, uh, going into my freshman year of college. I mm-hmm. went to school at a small school called Suffolk University in Boston. Mm-hmm. And I started a blog called Sparkles and Secrets. Um, cringe, <laughs> but at the time it was like cute. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was incredibly popular. Uh, if you went to school in New England between 2011 and 2015, I would say there's like a 60 to 70% chance you read my blog. Um, it <laughs> Listen, was I didn't primarily... go to school in New England. I probably read your blog. I was all up on the, you know, all the blogs that had the names that were like cupcakes and sparkles. Okay. Like I was all up in all yep. the, I was, I was there. <laughs> yep, that was me. So, um, I so I did that. I wrote about. I've always loved to tell people what to do. So I wrote about like fashion, of course, um, and I would write about the bad dates I would go on I love that. and different like short term flings I had. And that's actually like how I gained notoriety. My blog would have like two million views in a year. Wow. I went viral all the time. I did. Um, I wrote for you know Elite Daily when it was like at its prime. Um, all the like kind of embarrassing websites like Bro Bible, um, and I was <laughs> yes. So I did that. Um, I was also the founder of Her Campus at my school. So oh, wow. I yeah. So I I got into it super super early. Um, I always considered myself I a writer, and I that's why the rise of Instagram, I, I kind of hated mm-hmm. it um, because I never considered myself the model type. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that, like, the barrier to entry to being an Instagram influencer at the time, you know, 2013, um, was being rich, basically. Yep. Like, having rich yep. parents that allowed you to post pictures from your vacations or, like, being super fucking hot. Yep. <laughs> Or being, I said, I I was told not to swear, super duper hot, um, (laughs) or being super duper hot, um, and those are kind of the only real ways to do it, and it frustrated me because I knew I had a really strong point of view, but I didn't want to give in to what it would be. pressures. Yeah. I didn't want to do that, and so I wanted to post pictures of shoes on my blog without me having to own those shoes, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I kind of decided that, okay, I, now we're in like 2015 I'm graduating college and I had the option I was like my my parents were like are you gonna pursue your blog or are you gonna get like a job mm-hmm. and so I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna get a job because I'm not an, I'm the word for influencer didn't really exist yet but yeah. I'm not an Instagrammer like it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. for me like I'm just gonna give up on that before I even starts because I don't really have anything to offer Instagram um and so I kept my blog up but I changed the name I changed it to Mac and Style it's a lot better. Um, I saw, <laughs> she I, I a bit more up to date. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I met my husband, like, that same month I changed my blog name. So I wasn't talking about my bad dates anymore mm-hmm. or any dates. I've always kept his privacy online. Um, and instead was just focused on fashion and then decided to get it, use it as more of a resume tool so that I could get jobs. Yeah. Um, and then I worked for um, – Petrosian Caviar, that was like my first real job after college. I had a couple of really short-term jobs, but my first job that really stuck was um, with Petrosian Caviar. It's the world's largest caviar supplier, and I started their influencer program. Um, So I was working with major and minor influencers, everyone from Martha Stewart and Anthony Bourdain. Um, sorry, I did not work with Anthony Bourdain. I met Anthony Bourdain. Uh, Martha Stewart and Jean George, mm-hmm. Action, Action Bronson, um, Bon Appetit magazine. I was negotiating all these like partnerships with these big influencers. Really, like influencers are not even the right word, like celebrities yeah, and right, brands. Right. Um, and also partnering with food influencers to get the word out about caviar. Yeah. Um, did that for a few years, met some really interesting people through that that have eventually been really helpful in my career yeah. as an right. influencer. Um, and then ended up leaving to go for the, to this company called Tracker that provides influencer strategy and technology to companies like L'Oreal, Revlon. Wow. Um, 
uh, who else? Calvin Klein, uh, Fenty Beauty. Um, and so I did influencer strategy and um, technique, basically, mm -hmm. for those big companies. Gave them the tips and tools that they needed to get their influencer program started. So I've really been mostly, most of my career in influencing has actually been in the back end and right. the business side That's of it. super interesting. Um, but when I was at Petrosian, the caviar company, I was really bored. <laughs> and um, so this is the real origin story of how I became an influencer for real this time. Aside <laughs> from the fact that I've been one the whole time. Yeah. Um, you had a blog with two million views a month. You're like, okay, but yeah. my real start. <laughs> yes. My real start of how I started making money. Yeah. There you um, go. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yes. So when I was at uh when I was at Petrosian, I was really bored all the time. And so I was really actively keeping up my blog because I had the time. I right. was doing it during work work hours. Um, and I have this commitment to New Year's resolutions that I I always complete my New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. And I, I always vlog <laughs> about it. you got to do it for the content. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so I always vlog about it. And in 2017, after the 2016 election, I was like, oh my gosh, I spent all 2016 reading the news. I need to read a book. And so I decided that I was going to read 50 books that year, which was an extremely outrageous goal since I read four books the year before. <laughs> Maybe four. It might have been three. Mm -hmm. um, and so I accomplished this goal. And I blogged about it. And I posted about it on Instagram. And at this point, I had a very small but extremely loyal fan base. Mm -hmm. um, I still do. My like my people are very loyal, even if they're not a huge number. Um, and so the next year, I was like, I'm going to do it again because it was so great for my mental health. It was so great for – I love being a reader. It was great for engagement. And mm -hmm. a lot of people asked to join in. And so I was like, okay, join in my 50-book challenge. So people joined, like a lot of people – so I was like, you know what? In the spring of 2018, I was like, I should start a book club. And uh, in college, my friend group called ourselves Bad Bitches Inc. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, because we didn't have sororities in my school. We're going to um, – we're going to be the bad bitch book club. Mm -hmm. And I e texted a couple friends, posted something on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And within a couple months, we had 100 members. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's a lot of members. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just an email newsletter for a while and a Facebook group. Um, it's how I got my job at Tracker because they were impressed by my book club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and at the end of the first year, I met Michelle Winterstein, mm -hmm. and I was like, people keep asking me for branding. They keep asking me for sweatshirts and T-shirts, and, like, I want it to be really good if I'm going to do yeah. it. So when we hit our 500th member, I hired Michelle to make merch for us, um, and that really just took us to the next level because mm -hmm. our merch is really, our, is really cute. Um, and so within three months, we grew from 500 members to 1,000 members, and so we had about 1,000 members January 1st, 2020. And then the world imploded. Yep. Mm -hmm. And nobody had anything to do. Yep. Um, people, <laughs> um, except the attempts to escape and spending time with each other online. So we started doing, instead of just having our book of the month discussion all be virtually through our Facebook groups, we started me doing Zoom meetups, um, inviting authors to join, and creating, you know, individual reading groups for different genres people really like. Um, and we started this thing called the Romance Challenge. And the Romance Challenge is you have to read seven romance novels in seven weeks, and you talk about it every Thursday with mm -hmm. the group. And that – it w became huge for the group. Um, we were getting – we started off with 14 of us and ended with, t like, 200 wow. of us on the calls. Wow. Um, in just that seven-week period. Um, and we grew from 1,000 members to 6,000 members in 2020. So in the beginning of 2021 – my boss was just like, girl, leave. <laughs> you, 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 you gotta yeah. go. Yeah. She was like. You're working for an influencer company. They're like, you've become the influencer. You need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to leave. She was like, girl, I know. Because I, I created my Patreon in the summer of 2020. And I, I, I had, at this point, I, ha I was bringing in a, like a sizable side hustle mm -hmm. income from it. Um, but I really didn't want to leave until I could, like, match my Make salary. Sure. Yeah, right. Which was ridiculous because I was making $100,000 a year as a social media manager. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. And, like, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, we kept having talks throughout, like, the beginning of 2021. And by, like, early spring, she was like, you need to leave. Yeah. And I'm like, right. I need to leave. And my husband was like, you need to leave. And I th I feel like this is really important to mention because I don't think it's mentioned enough. Um, like I said before, that 
to the barrier to becoming a TikTok uh, Instagram creator was to have money and a, and parents and all this stuff already. I would not be able to do what I currently do if it wasn't for my husband. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for him saying, "You can quit your job. I'll pay more in rent. I'll pay for our groceries. Yeah. Like you can take some time to make no money." and not really contribute to our family financially so that you can do this. And if it wasn't for that, I would have had to get another job because right. I, I was making like $2,000 a month after taxes right. at this point when I first quit. Yeah. And it seriously um, does take so much time and effort. Like people, I think, underestimate it. And it is really difficult when you are trying to, you know, make rent and like whatever you have those responsibilities. So that's really amazing. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I do feel like not enough people acknowledge the fact that they have a spouse that they ha- can yeah. right. lean Rely back on, on. Yeah. or yeah. parents. Um, and I do. And so, um, but luckily, you know, for the first month, I kind of just goofed around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I was just, I wasn't even on TikTok yet. <laughs> You're like, I, I like, quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> like I'm gonna I played like a game like an intensive game of virtual survivor with a bunch of people like and then literally and then um April came around and uh my friend Chelsea was supposed to get married in Lake Como last summer mm-hmm. and I, no one believed this wedding was gonna happen we were like no one so like I'm like yeah I have a wedding in August in Lake Como but like did not believe it was actually gonna happen Mm -hmm. so April comes around and she actually sends those save the dates and we're like oh my god like this is happening we have to go to Lake Como and I don't know if have you either of you ever been there no no but I've seen pictures it's like amazing it's amazing. It's extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Italy in general, not that expensive to travel. Lake Como, extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ben, I told Chelsea I'm going to this wedding. I have three friends from college. Like, I have, have to, to go. go. To the- <laughs> right. I have to go. You know what I mean? There, there's not that many people I'm committed to, and she's one of them. And so he's like, well, why don't we just try and sell our wedding? And so we had gotten married in 2020. Like, we were supposed to have a big wedding. We postponed it a year. It was fully paid. Mm -hmm. We had a teeny wedding with just seven guests Mm -hmm. in my grandparents' yard on the harbor in Hingham. It was really beautiful. It was really perfect. And neither of us felt the need to redo it, but we had already had this prepaid wedding in New York. with everything. Yes. Um, And... He's like, let's just try one more time to sell our wedding. My dad kept trying to get us to sell it on Craigslist, which is a ridiculous idea. <laughs> so I made, like, my first real TikTok other than just, like, attempting the Megan the Stallion Savage dance in early 2020. <laughs> and I made, like, a presentation on why someone should buy my wedding in full as a package. Um, I had, like, 200 followers. Um, and it went viral. Like, viral, viral. Mm-hmm. Like, picked up by NBC, the Today Did Show. Did somebody buy your wedding? Everyone. Yes. Yes. There we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the wedding sold. And someone paid the full wow. amount I asked for it. Oh they paid $15,000. Yes. So that was kind of my first introduction to TikTok and being like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is amazing. And, right. I and it can work. actually, like, work. Yeah. It works. And you can connect to so many people that wouldn't see your content mm-hmm. otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. almost like Twitter in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I was, like, kind of hooked. And I just decided I was going to try my hand at it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's been really good so far. And so, yeah, 40,000 followers later, I am making money off TikTok. And awesome. good things are happening. So that is my very long <laughs> villain origin story. I love – I think that it's really interesting because of the way that, like, I think that the people in our age range were kind of a, a – all three of us in this call kind of – I'm 22 – and then yeah you guys are much younger yeah, than me so, I, I knew that from listening to the <laughs> yeah so um but I think everybody like our age range represents a time where like you said like Instagram was on the rise when you were in college for me it was middle school or high school for me it was high school yeah so um I think like yeah <laughs> as people yeah oh it was horrible my middle school Instagram like I showed it to this guy that I'm talking to the other day and he was like no I was like I, mm, sorry <laughs> This is just the way that it is. Um, but I think, like, getting started, like you said, on a blog, but then now, like, you would never have that and much immediate success from a blog, but you've also then found that in TikTok. So I think you've really been on both sides of the um, the social media trends, which props to you for being able to keep up with them so well. And then also props to you for working for influencer companies slash in influencer marketing and then being like, well, let me just loop on back and become the influencer. I think that's... Oh, it was helpful. <laughs> yeah, It I would was imagine. really helpful. To be able, because I, um, my job at Tracker, a lot of it was study, like analyzing data and trends, yeah. and so I knew that if I had the time, mm-hmm. I could be successful on TikTok. Yeah, right. I just needed the time. Yeah, um, and I feel like also, um, 
understanding like because we we had claire mclaughlin on last week and we talked a little bit about like pricing your time as an influencer oh, yeah and i think that's something that like people mess up all the time and so they're not making as much money as they should or they're making more money than they should or whatever um probably not more usually um usually less but i feel like that's another um big benefit um, oh, huge, yeah. huge. I know exactly what I'm worth because of all that opportunity yeah, that I've had. Really that's awesome. I feel like that's also like, um, and I guess you, I don't know if there's any more to say about this, but feel free to chime in. But I think like a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs or like, like you said, you had your blog, you could have continued that. Um, kind of like that's, there are benefits to having a job, even like a corporate job, even if you know that that's not the end game for you. Like, you can kind of use the experiences that you have to benefit yourself later on. Um, and even if you are still going to oh. go in to have an, having another job, like every job teaches you something, I feel like is a... Very much so. And also, like, my job at Petrosian, the caviar company, introduced me to so many people that at that point I was able to be really helpful to mm-hmm. who have been very helpful to me. Like, I don't know if you two are familiar with Hannah Stella. She's pretty big on TikTok. She does, I'm sure she's I've seen her. No kids. I think Claire talked about her <laughs> as well. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I didn't think I didn't think I heard that. But she's she's a very good friend of mine. And we met because of my time at Petrosian. I had met the editor in chief of Guest of a Guest, which is the New York Society magazine. Mm-hmm. We became really good friends, mm-hmm. and she's been so helpful to me in in my career. So it, it all comes around. Um, but yeah, having a having a job first definitely. especially in this field, has been very helpful to me. I also didn't have a choice. I feel like it also can go, like, both ways where, like, you can use your career beforehand to help with your influencing, but then, and your, like, content creation, but then you can also do the opposite where you can then take, like, personally, I work as a social media manager and I used my page as almost like an influence or a a resume, like, pattern to kind of show, like, I actually know how to do this, like, even for myself, um, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so helpful. So, so helpful. Yeah, I, I got my job at Petrosian because they liked my blog. Exactly. Yeah, I, don't, exactly. I, yeah. I blogged about my dining experience. I don't think I would have my job. I, maybe I would, but I don't think I would have been the one that they chose if I hadn't proven. Especially with social media, I think it's such an interesting field where you can you have the opportunity to prove that you can do it. It's not like if you're applying for an engineering job, you're not going to be like, I actually built this whole entire um, whatever engineers do. Um <laughs> I used an example. I don't know what engineers do. I literally don't. <laughs> Peace and love. Um, but anyway, I think that's a unique opportunity. Um, okay. So what is your favorite aspect of sharing, I guess, your life, but also with the book club? You know, that's not necessarily you sharing your life. That's more like a, building a community online. But what's your favorite aspect of all of your online life? Um, and what is your least favorite? We love asking this question. This is a classic. Yeah. So my favorite part, I'll talk specifically about the book club because it is kind of separate from my other stuff. Um, I I mean, like I said before, I previously worked in the company that really only served the top 1% of earners, yeah. Petrosian, like the caviar company. And after that, I only worked with Fortune 500 companies on, you know, how they can make more mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Um, through the book club and especially throughout quarantine and COVID, I have been able to help people find community in a really dark time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've helped so many people make lifelong friends. People from the book club will, like, visit each other across the country. That's so cute. Um, and I – last year I got, like, probably 100 Christmas cards. Aww. So it, it, being able to, like, actually make a – like a substantial measurable difference in people's lives by mm-hmm. giving them something that means so much to them. You know, it's like, it's amazing feeling like you're able to actually contribute to the world. So that is definitely my favorite. Um, regarding my favorite things about like just general social media is I just think I have a, a cute, fun point of view and I just like sharing it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in the suburbs by myself a lot, but because of on, like being a super online person, I rarely feel lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the downside of I, – I don't overshare because I've been doing this for 10 years. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was listening right. To, you know your boundaries. I was listening, yeah. I was listening to Claire's episode, actually, mm-hmm. um, yesterday, and I, I love her. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, she's um, awesome. Sorry. And I, I, <laughs> I have a little – I have some sympathy for her because she came kind of came out of nowhere with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in some ways, I'm a little jealous. I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, just like that. I right? know. Just like that. <laughs> You're so successful. Yeah. Um, 
but she didn't have like that time to like yeah. thicken her thicken her skin slowly mm-hmm. but surely to like me and comments like kind of like know how to navigate this world. I've been yeah. working on this for so long that I it doesn't have a huge negative impact on my mental health. Um, one thing that it can be really challenging because so much of my money comes from Patreon. It's like having 500 investors that I need to please at all times. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that can be really challenging, especially since we are inherently a political book club. And Mm -hmm. um, having to make sure that I am pleasing everybody, uh, showing the right kinds of authors and books Mm -hmm. at all times. it is it is kind of a hefty responsibility, and it's one that I'm happy to do, and I trust myself to do. Right. But it can be it can be hard sometimes, especially when like an author says something problematic, and we already have like a Q and A scheduled with them. And yeah, I'm, like, I'm interested in okay, like, and I'm I'm sure our listeners are too. What does like the admin of the book club look like for you? Like how like what are your you know? Because I think people think like oh you run a book club, but like what does that actually look like for you? And, like, what do – I mean, obviously, you're choosing books and things like that. But kind of what is that, like, everyday kind of um, task list kind of look like? Yeah. So, first of all, I do want to give credit to – we have dozens of volunteers that um, help run the book club. Uh, they run specialty reading groups that I am not qualified to read. <laughs> and to run, um, like, a fantasy reading group, a thriller reading group. I don't read those genres. Mm-hmm. Um, and they run them, and they do a fabulous job, and they're really popular. Um so the day-to-day looks like for me, I'm basically reading 24-7. <laughs> um, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. That's, like, mm. my main source. So mm-hmm. I will be, like, cleaning my house. I'm reading. I'm Cooking. I'm reading. Um, driving. I'm reading. All mm-hmm. through with my ears, but but still. Mm-hmm. Um, so reading constantly. Um, I negotiate a lot of author Q&As, um, trying to get in touch with people's publicists. Um, they all are at like 8 o'clock. Uh, today we had our, except our book of the month chat, which happens at 1 o'clock so people can talk about it during lunch and then it, there's mm-hmm. an 8 o'clock meeting where we meet with the author. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of that. But I am trying to draw some sort of boundaries, which is that the amount that I charged for, for the Patreon, which is $12 a month, was what I was charging when I had another job as well. Yeah. Um, I do not want everything of I have to go into this book club yep. because I don't know if it can last forever mm-hmm. um, and instead want to like build my influencer presence yeah. um, which I've been doing um, so I answer a lot of um, TikTok questions I do this thing called solicited fashion advice I love um, those where people ask on your page me, <laughs> thank you um, where people ask me what to wear for a certain occasion and I'll give them like three options for outfits that I would wear if I was going to that same occasion um, and those take a long time to put together um, so I just I do a bunch of stuff but also I chill a lot I do a lot of hanging out with my dog I don't really feel the need to hustle that hard yeah. um, I make it like I, I'd like to make a little bit more money but right. I'm not trying to turn this into something some sort of like gigantic yeah, like thing. Work, it grows right, really yeah. organic, really organically and naturally on its own. Yeah. Um, which for which I am very lucky. But the book club meets up like five times a month at eight p.m. normally and discuss all kinds of books. I love that. I need to read, y'all. I I haven't read. <laughs> I literally haven't finished a book in like a year. And listen to audio. I need to do that because if I listen to yeah, podcasts, I was actually I, I was books. yeah, I was thinking that I need to get like an audible. Um, uh, subscription because that's like doing social media like so much of it like I don't really need to be thinking super hard but like I just need to be like working and so I need something in the background but then when I have like YouTube on then I want to watch it so then like I get really distracted so I think audible might be good for me but I have been reading more what is um this is kind of up, off script but what is your um what like distinguishes a good book for you mm. Ooh, that's a good question Um, okay. I will say I read so many books and they're all, I read kind of different, I read so many different genres, so I feel like it kind of depends on the genre, but okay, if I would rather, if I can't put a book down, Mm -hmm. that's a big distinguisher, Mm -hmm. so like if I will like want to cancel plans because I'm loving a book so much, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, I, during the summer, my like go-to activity is I I live on a lake, so I like to kayak and I listen to audiobooks while I'm kayaking. Mm -hmm. Um, if I like will do like an extra lap around my lake, like that's a really good book. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a pretty easy grader. I'll give a lot of books four stars out of five. Um, but if I give a book five stars out of five, it means I think that like every, everybody should 
read, read this. It. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly only read books by women, <laughs> um, queer people. Uh, that's that's basically I love it. that. <laughs> love that. Love that. Um, okay, so recently there was a retreat for the book club. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, how like what was the setup like for that? How did it go? Give us the rundown of kind of like taking something that's virtual and bringing it kind of into real life. Yeah, so similar to the branding, it was just members asking over and over (laughs) again for this. Um, We've actually had three retreats since August. Wow. Um, The first was in Maine. It was 30 people whitewater rafting. Uh, That was for members in New England, which is our biggest conglomerate. I'm from Massachusetts. Um, And, you know, people come, they get merch. I put them in cabins. I have people fill out a form, like, all about their personality so I can match them in the cabins. That's so fun. Camp counselor. (laughs) Yeah, oh, I'm such camp counselor. I'm the camp director, okay? Have some respect. I love that so much. And so about a month beforehand, so we've done ones in Maine this year. We did one to Nashville and one in Asheville, North Carolina. The Asheville, North Carolina one was my favorite. Um, So about a month before the trip, you'll get a itinerary, a fancy branded itinerary, and a book that is the book club book sent to your house. Um, And then when you come in, I have, like, a welcome reception for you. Um, I set up, like activities throughout the whole weekend in Maine we went whitewater rafting in Nashville we went on a wine tour uh in Asheville um what did we do in Asheville we did a lot of stuff in Nashville we did like breweries we went to the Biltmore um and it's just I come up with all these different ways for people to make friends like and icebreakers and they've just been super successful and fun so far I think there is something no offense Catherine (laughs) about people who read it's like a bear you're not usually like getting drama filled women you're getting like really like thoughtful kind like it's just a good barrier I've been part of a lot of toxic internet communities (laughs) and for some reason this one is just not toxic so have Katie and I we have definitely been in some weird weird groups I like Um, I want to have like girl who reads energy but I have girl who scrolls on TikTok energy and (laughs) I have girl who picks up a book and like is so excited to read it and then immediately falls asleep so maybe I'm just reading the wrong books I don't know I'm just my, or you're reading at the wrong time. Like, I would never read a book See, at that's, like, the only time that I would p- decide to read. But maybe my morning routine should include reading now. I'm waiting till we get to the random questions because I've actually been – I asked on my story the other day. I need, like, a book right now. Like, I need a new book because I want to read. But I have – I don't know which one, so we'll get to that later. But We'll get to that. Um, I So I used to – when I – so this is a tip for anyone who doesn't usually read, okay? Um, when I, My process of becoming a reader. I – would read during lunch. So I would um, take my lunch, I would eat at my desk and then I would take a lunch break, uh, time it for myself. I would take it at a mm. coffee shop when I worked in person um, and I would read at that time. Um, and it really helped me set uh, separate my day um, and it made life so much better. I also read on my commute um, and audiobooks would be the best way to read during your commute. I just replaced podcasts for the most part, not completely. I kept my favorites uh, with audiobooks and it's made a huge difference. Yeah, I'm like the worst about like being on my phone constantly. I recently realized I was talking, so I have had multiple instances where my mom has like showed up at my apartment because I'm not answering texts and she thinks that I'm dead. And I've realized it's because I respond to texts in like one second. Like I'm always on my phone, so I'm responding to texts so quick. So if I don't respond, people think something's wrong. I do not need to be responding to texts that quickly. And I do not need to be on my phone that much. And that is bad. And so I'm trying to find a way to still entertain myself and books. That's the way. So set 10 minute timers on your phone. So like that's a good idea. I, or 15 minutes. Like you can't touch your phone for 10 minutes while you're reading. That's not that hard. That's a good idea. And like that's enough time to get you hooked in the book. Wow. I'm learning so much. I love it. I have like, really like, bad ADHD. Yeah. So I need I need I need all these. Yeah, that's just, that it's just like I don't it's literally like I'll just pick up my phone and like refresh Instagram. I'm like, there's nothing on here that's there's nothing on here that's fun. Like I, it's nothing. not fun on here ever. Like <laughs> truly. So I don't need to be refreshed. Truly not. Anyway. Um so for like your, I, we didn't talk about this, but you have a podcast as well, um, and you have the book club, um, and then obviously you have your influencer space and also your side hustle, of course. What are your goals with all of those and kind of like priority priorities and just like big picture? What are, what does the future look like for you? Yeah, so book club-wise, the future looks like um, sponsored reading groups from publishers. Actually, we have – I'm hopefully getting a contract tomorrow from 
probably the world's biggest publisher Yay. for um, a sponsored reading group. Wow. Really excited about that. Um, I'm moving back to New York next year. Wow. Um, and so very, very excited about that. <laughs> um, so my hope is I'd love to be a commentator on morning talk shows coming on to say, like, this is what you should read this uh, that summer would be on amazing. the beach. Like, mm-hmm. like, on Valentine's Day, like, these books will, like, get you in the mood to, like, be with your man. Like, that's that's what I, like, bring me on Wendy Williams, you know, bring yeah, me on the Today I Show. I love that. Right. Um, so that's my personal goal. Um, I'd also just like to, you know, have enough followers that I can start partnering with brands that I really love. Mm-hmm. I've always been really outspoken about brands that I don't like. <laughs> um, and, like, companies that I think are, like, sketch. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at my vlog, like, the fashion section, it's old. It's all really old, but it's all, like, me dragging Urban <laughs> Outfitters. Um, I have so many brands I'll never be able to partner with because I've just dragged them They're so like, much no. online. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm always like, wow, wouldn't it be cool to have a, the drop with Amazon someday? And I'm like, yeah, except they look through my Twitter and be like, why well, you hate us, don't you? Like, like, you hate us. Um, but I'd love to work with Hill House Home. They're my favorite. Mm-hmm. I would love to partner with J. Crew. Yes. Um, yes. So I have a lot of, like, brand partners I really want mm-hmm. and, like, growth goals. Right. Um, I would love to someday, like, if I get big enough to do, like, some sort of co-collab on a clothing line because I mm. my dream was to always be a fashion designer, um, and I never did it. Um, so, yeah, I have a lot of, I have a lot of goals, but – I, I'm pretty good about thinking, like, one year out. Yeah. Um, and so I'd like to double my Patreons. And once you have 50,000 followers on TikTok, Airbnb will consider working with you. And I really want to work with Airbnb. That is dope. Ooh, Me being like, I need that. to get up in yeah. there. <laughs> I'm like, hi, hey, I've I'm never like, created any travel content, but do you want to sponsor me, Airbnb? <laughs> I'm like emailing Travel me. podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. of a sudden, we start making episodes about travel. We're like, we love to travel. Please sponsor us yeah. and let us go on a trip together. Love it. Right? Oh There's something there. Why not? Um, okay. I think we should do random questions, mostly because I need to write down which book I need to go get after we finish recording. Um, I'm literally getting my notes <laughs> up, up. But the first random question is, what is your favorite book? I, I, I want to say right now, and I want you guys to tell me right now, but I don't know right now because I haven't read a book in a year. So I'll just do ever, but you guys need to tell me what I need to read right now. <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm going to tell you ever, and then I'm going to tell you my favorite okay, book this year. Great. Okay. Um, so my favorite book ever is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Okay. That is a very, quote, basic answer, but it's basic for a reason. It's a great okay. book. Loved it. There is, if you read one book, that should be the book. Um, my favorite book right now is um, – and so Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, it's like, it's women's fiction. She has seven husbands. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Okay. It's old Hollywood historical fiction. It's just a great mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. My favorite book right now is um, called One, Two, Three by Laurie Frankel. And it is about three 16-year-old triplets, all girls, who um, live in a town that has been betrayed essentially by a chemical plant that used and a chemical company that used to be located there mm-hmm. um, that ended up poisoning their water and causing a bunch of birth defects um, causing a ton of illness death etc in their small town um, and I don't want to give too much away but each chapter is told by a different sister um, all of which who were born just a month after the chemical plant issues so like they all have something uh I don't want to say wrong with them, but wrong with them as a result of it. Mm -hmm. So one sister actually got off scotch-free. One of them has, like, it's not addressed specifically because it's told through her eyes so they don't diagnose her. But she's clearly, like, autistic. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one sister has, like, severe um, physical deformity. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, but, and is not able to speak, but through mm-hmm. the book, you can hear her voice and her thought process because she's not um, mentally disabled. Yeah. And the three of them pair together to get justice for their town. Aww. And it is just, oh, I just love this book. It's the Babbage Book Club Book of the Month for December. Um, <laughs> You're like, and it join right now book. and join. <laughs> read it with us. Um, and it's amazing on audiobook because each um, sister has a different narrator. Oh, I love and that. it is just, uh, it's such a great book, and I feel like so many books these days all have like a romance as like this 100%. central mm-hmm. plot, which I love. I have a romance novel podcast, mm-hmm. right. but <laughs> this one does not, and I feel like it's kind of refreshing that it doesn't. Love it. I love that Alexis. so much. Okay, um, since you did of all time, and then as of recent, I'll do the same. So my favorite book, just 
and also favorite movie um is pride and prejudice it's just vibes um (laughs) and it's a bit more i feel like i I can't like it's not a leisure read for me i have to like be in the right mindset (laughs) yeah i have to be in the right mindset to like read that (laughs) like it's it's kind of uh uh a task um but this i this is just what i read most recently i have it right here i pulled it out but it's a lady's guide to mischief and mayhem and it was just so i literally read it in like two days it was just such an easy read and i just thought that the it's like a murder mystery and i had never read a murder mystery before and so i think that that's like because like you said so many books are like romance so i Mm. am just like used to just the romance aspect and like not that like extra hook so then yeah. I think that the murder mystery, I think that that I need to read more murder mysteries because that aspect, I remember I was reading in the bed and my fiance Austin was in like sleeping next to me and I literally went <gasps> and then he like woke up and like turned right around and I was like, it's just a book, like fine, it's fine. <laughs> but that was like the first time that I've ever done that. So I definitely need to get more into that. But yeah, that's a good book. But I don't want to say too much because it'll give it away. But yes, it is a very I... good book. Listen, so I've read books for school and I've read one and a half Harry Potter books last year. And then I've read like a handful of other books. So my favorite book from school is probably The Invisible Man. It's my favorite book because it was like, it's not like a light read in any any way at all. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, it it was kind of sad. But it was, it was a well, you know. It was a well-written book. My dog's chasing her tail, in case anybody was wondering. I took all her toys, so she decided that she can now is DIY the it. Just, she is <laughs> She toy. is yeah. the toy. <laughs> Earlier today, she was literally staring at her leg and barking. I was like, is everything okay? She's, she's pretty bright. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but then I did read the, read the People We Meet on Vacation recently, and oh. that was a good book. I love it. It was a good book. book. I want to read Beach Read, but it doesn't seem like the time of year for me to be reading that. So I'm just going to wait till the summer for that one. I It's good. I liked People We Meet on Vacation better. Okay. But some people liked Beach Read. Yeah, better, see, so I'm, it, it's up But to I you. love I love like a spicy romance, you know. Everybody loves it. Oh, so. you want a spicy I do want a spicy recommendation. Oh, I can give you a spicy <laughs> recommendation. Okay, I recommend um It Happened One Summer by Tessa. Okay. Writing Strongly. it down. Writing Strongly. it down. Love it. Strong strongly <laughs> for spice. <laughs> much spicier than people we meet on yeah vacation. people we meet on vacation much was spicier. definitely like not that spicy but it was it was like the spiciest book i've ever read because like i said i've been reading things for school and then harry potter <laughs> so like oh you're so welcome you're so welcome i can't wait people, i'll report back <laughs> it it happened one summer also real r-e-e-l by kennedy ryan okay. kennedy ryan is the most prolific romance writer of our generation she's an indie author so her books are all like on kindle and stuff like that hmm. but um she is everything. Love it. Content warning for her hoop series. There is a lot of domestic violence in it, but her other books do not have that kind of stuff. Okay. okay. Amazing. Good to know. Okay. Should we do our next our next question? Our next random question? Yes, we should. Okay. So okay. this one is, what is a trend that you do not want to come back? You know, everything, it's making its turn, making its way around. What What is one that you're like, please no, please no? Um, Thin eyebrows. Oh, yes. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I have heard, like, mumbling of that being possible. I've heard that, too. I'm like, please no. Um, and that's going to be a no from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a hard no. I, I also didn't love the whole, like, Cara Delevingne eyebrows phase mm-hmm. either. Yeah. But, like, there needs to be a happy thin, medium. Yes. So super thin eyebrows is my final answer. I, I definitely agree. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, this is a trend that's kind of still here that I hope goes away and then never returns is, like, spidery eyelashes or like big big Mm. huge eyelash extensions I'm like eyelash extensions are fine but like we don't need our eyelashes to be looking like caterpillars hot take Mm -hmm. if anybody who's listening Mm -hmm. has caterpillar eyelashes you're so beautiful and I love you (laughs) and I I didn't say that that. and if your eyebrows are thin then I love you as well and I didn't say that either so (laughs) yeah to each their own but yeah I don't really want my eyelashes to look like they're about to like take flight and low-rise uh, jeans apparently are coming that back was, this season that was exactly what i was gonna say yeah i cannot no i way. have bs as uh-uh. my as my mother says i have german birthing hips so <laughs> i cannot deal with the whole low-rise thing yeah that's, um that's so problem. high-waisted has definitely been the move for me Love since it. puberty so absolutely oh, can't yeah. retreat for that from that love it 
I think as a society, we have rejected the idea that low-rise jeans will come back. They've tried so many times. And by they, I mean, like, the Hadid sisters. Like, yeah. They've tried so I... many times. And each time, we're like, no. Like, yeah, yeah we'll wear straight leg. Yeah, we'll wear mm-hmm. flare, okay? That's fine. Mm-hmm. But we are, they're going to yeah. be high-rise. Yes, exactly. I saw a TikTok that was, like, talking about trends coming back. One of them was Uggs, especially Ugg minis. I can get behind that. I love an Ugg. I'm wearing them right oh, now. Uggs never went out of style. They'll never go out of style. <laughs> now the dog's yeah, playing I mean, with the yeah. with the rug, y'all. It's chaos in my house. Uggs are forever in style. Yeah. Uggs, I, these headbands, I'm so over, but my hair is so greasy today. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> no, I I'm agree. Like Uggs will never go away, mostly because when you invest in a pair of Uggs, they're yours forever. The, the I swear to God, my dog is playing. It's yeah, she's barking she at her foot. Yeah, she sounds like she's like. She's barking yeah. at her foot. Straight up. She's barking at her foot. Good. Um, we love that. I would just like everybody to embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, she sounds like she's hey, going through something. Hey, come here. <laughs> For anybody watching She's on YouTube, changed, I'll show honestly. you. Anybody watching on YouTube, this is, uh, here she is. Aw, she's perfect. She is, except she never makes any noise. My brother was like, this dog never makes any more any noise. And of course, right now she is. Um, but anyway, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself, tell people where they can find you, follow you, or join the book club, um, all that good stuff. Yeah, so if you want solicited fashion advice <laughs> and, you know, like random life advice you can find me on tiktok and instagram and twitter at mac and style like back in style but with an m um if you'd like to join my book club which i think is much more interesting than just me showing you my outfits um it you can find bad bitch book club on facebook um we are the the little banner looks like is pink with little skulls and little books you can't miss us um and we are bad bitch dot book club on instagram because i had the original handle and i lost the password and i can't retrieve it that is iconic (laughs) we're the one that has twenty thousand followers and not 40 followers so that's pretty easy to find us um yeah so that's me well thank you guys for listening be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes and then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts Katie Creative Co, AlexisAdams.co, Mac and Style, and Bad Bitch Dot Podcast, correct? No, book yes. club. Not book club. Podcast. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The podcast is, is called Friends to Lovers. Okay, yes. It's a, it's a romance novel podcast, and we are on Instagram at F2 and Twitter at F2L Podcast. Yes, like, and you have right in your in your Mac and Style, you have all of those things linked, correct? In your in Yeah, your everything's in my bio. Yes, so just, yeah, sorry I have so many links. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. I mean, we have so many links too, but definitely go over to Mac and Style and check her out and follow all of her her stuff and we will talk to you next week bye guys bye, bye.